chapter two part two b of a contribution to the critique of political economy by karl marx translated by nahum isaac stone this librivox recording is in the public domain the circulation of money actual circulation appears at first sight as a mass of purchases and sales accidentally taking place side by side in buying as in selling commodities and money always stand in the same mutual relation the seller on the side of the commodity the buyer on that of money money as a medium of circulation always appears therefore as a means of purchase and in that way the difference in its destinations in the opposite phases of the metamorphosis of the commodity becomes indistinguishable money passes into the hands of the seller in the same transaction in which the commodity passes into the hands of the buyer commodities and money thus flow in opposite directions and this change of place in which the commodity passes over to one side and money to the other side occurs simultaneously at an indefinitely large number of points on the entire surface of bourgeois society but the first step which the commodity makes in the sphere of circulation is also its last step footnote the same commodity can be bought and resold many times it circulates then not merely as a commodity but in a capacity which does not exist from the point of view of simple circulation of the simple contrast of commodity and money End of footnote. whether it leaves its place on account of its attraction for gold c to m or on account of its attraction by gold m to c with one move with one change of place it falls out of the sphere of circulation into that of consumption circulation is a continuous flow of commodities but different commodities all the time since each commodity makes but one move every commodity enters upon the second phase of its circulation not as the same commodity but as another commodity gold hence the movement of a metamorphosed commodity is the movement of gold the same piece of gold or the identical gold coin which change places with one commodity in the act c to m reappears from the opposite end as the starting point for m to c and thus changes places for the second time with another commodity just as it passed from the hands of buyer b into those of seller a it now leaves a's hands who has become a buyer and passes into c's hands the path described by a commodity in its transformation into money and its re-transformation from money that is the movement of a complete metamorphosis of a commodity assumes the aspect of an apparent movement of the same coin that changes places twice with two different commodities no matter in how scattered and haphazard fashion purchase and sales may take place near each other there is always in actual circulation a seller for each buyer 
and the money which moves into the place of the commodity sold before it came into the hands of the buyer must have already changed places with another commodity sooner or later it again leaves the hands of the seller who turns buyer to pass into the hands of a new seller and this frequently repeated change of place forms the interlacing of the metamorphoses of commodities the same coins are moving some more others less frequently from one place in the sphere of circulation to another always in a direction opposite to that of the commodities moved thus describing a longer or shorter circulation curve the different movements of the same coin can follow each other in point of time only and on the contrary the many scattered purchases and sales which appear as so many separate changes of place between commodities and money occur simultaneously separated only in point of space the circulation of commodities c to m to c in its elementary form is completely described in the transition of money from the hands of the buyer into those of the seller and from the hands of the latter as soon as he has turned buyer into those of a new seller this completes the metamorphosis of the commodity and with it the movement of money in so far as that movement is the expression of the metamorphosis but since new use values are continually produced in the shape of new commodities and must thus be constantly thrown anew into circulation the process c to m to c is repeatedly renewed by the same commodity owners the money which they have spent as buyers gets back into their hands as soon as they appear again as vendors of commodities the constant renewal of the circulation of commodities finds its reflection in the continual circulation over the entire surface of bourgeois society of a quantity of money which passing from hand to hand describes at the same time a number of different small cycles starting from numberless points and returning each to its own starting point to repeat the same movement over again the change of form on the part of commodities appears as a mere change of place on the part of money and the continuity of the circulation movement is all on the side of money since the commodity always makes but one step in the direction opposite to money while the latter makes in each case the second step for the commodity the entire movement seems therefore to proceed from money although in the case of a sale the commodity draws money out of its place that is it circulates money as much as it is circulated by the latter in the case of a purchase furthermore owing to the fact that money always confronts commodities in its capacity of a means of purchase and in that capacity moves commodities only by realizing their price the entire movement of circulation appears as a change of place between money and commodities the former realizing the prices of the latter either by separate acts of circulation taking place simultaneously and side by side or by successive transactions when the same coin realizes the prices of different commodities one after another if we consider for example the series c to m to c apostrophe to m to c two apostrophes to m to c three apostrophes etc without regard to the qualitative aspects which become indistinguishable in the process of circulation we witness the same monotonous operation after realizing the price of c m successively realizes those of c apostrophe c double apostrophe etc and commodities c apostrophe c double apostrophe c triple apostrophe etc constantly take the place which money has left money thus appears to keep commodities in circulation by realizing their prices in discharging this function of realization of prices money is itself constantly circulating 
now changing its place now describing a curve of circulation now completing a small circuit where the starting and returning points coincide as a medium of circulation money is subject to a circulation of its own the change of form of the circulating commodities appears therefore as a movement of money which furthers the exchange of commodities motionless in themselves the movement of the circulation process of commodities thus takes on the form of the movement of gold as a medium of circulation that is of the circulation of money since owners of commodities give the products of their individual labor the appearance of products of social labor by turning one object viz gold into the direct expression of universal labor time and therefore into money their own movement by which all of them effect the interchange of the material products of their labor now appears to them as the direct movement of that one object as the circulation of gold the social movement itself appears to the owners of commodities partly as an outward necessity and partly as a mere formal intermediary process which enables every individual who puts any use value into circulation to get other use values out of it of an equal value the use value of commodities comes into play with their disappearance from the sphere or circulation while the use value of money as a medium of circulation is in its very circulation the movement of a commodity in the sphere of circulation is of a transitory kind while ceaseless motion in that sphere constitutes the function of money through this special function which it performs within the sphere of circulation money acquires a new capacity which we have to consider now more closely in the first place we see that the circulation of money forms an endlessly split up movement since it reflects the splitting up of the process of circulation into an infinitely large number of purchases and sales and the independent separation of the mutually supplementary phases of metamorphoses of commodities in the small cycles described by money where the starting and returning points coincide we do find a return movement that is an actual circular movement but the fact that there are as many starting points as there are commodities and that the number of these cycles is infinitely large puts them beyond all control measurement or computation the time between the start and the return of a commodity is just as indefinite moreover it is immaterial whether or not such a circuit has been actually described in a given case no economic fact is more generally known than that one can spend money with one hand without getting it back with the other money proceeds from an endless number of points and returns to as many different points but the coincidence of the starting and returning points is a matter of chance because in the movement c to m to c the turning of the buyer again into a seller is not a necessary condition still less does the circulation of money resemble a movement radiating from a common centre to all points of the periphery and back from the peripheral points to the centre the so-called cycle described by money as it is pictured amounts simply to this that at all points we observe its appearance and disappearance in never-ceasing transition from place to place in a higher more involved form of money circulation for example banknote circulation we shall find that the conditions of emission of money include those for its return but in the simple money circulation it is a matter of chance for the same buyer to become again a seller where we really see constant cycle motions taking place they are only reflections of deeper forces in the sphere of production for example the manufacturer draws money from his banker on friday pays it out to his workingmen on saturday the men immediately pay out the greater part of it to the storekeepers etc 
and the latter turn it in on monday back to the banker we have seen that money realizes simultaneously a certain number of prices in the variegated purchases and sales which take place side by side at the same time on the other hand in so far as its movement represents the movement of the combined metamorphoses of commodities and the interlacing of these metamorphoses the same coin realizes the prices of different commodities and thus makes a larger or smaller number of moves if we take the circulation of a country for a given length of time as say a day the quantity of gold required for the realization of prices and consequently for the circulation of commodities will be determined by two conditions first the sum total of the prices second the average number of moves made by one coin this number of moves or the rapidity of circulation of money is in its turn determined by or expresses the average rapidity with which commodities go through the different phases of their metamorphoses the rapidity with which these metamorphoses succeed one another and with which those commodities that have gone through their metamorphoses are replaced by new commodities in the process of circulation we have seen that in the process of a determination of prices the exchange value of all commodities is ideally converted into a certain quantity of gold of the same value and that the same amount of value is present in a double form in either of the isolated acts of circulation m to c and c to m first embodied in the commodity and second in gold yet gold enjoys the capacity of a medium of circulation not by virtue of its isolated relation to separate commodities in a state of rest but owing to its active presence in the dynamic world of commodities these its function of expressing the change of form of commodities by its change of place and expressing the rapidity of their change of form by the rapidity of its change of place the extent to which it is present in the sphere of circulation that is the actual quantity of gold in circulation is thus determined by the extent to which it is discharging its function throughout the entire process the circulation of money implies the circulation of commodities money circulates commodities which have prices that is which are beforehand ideally equated to certain quantities of gold in the determination of the prices of commodities the value of the quantity of gold which serves as a unit of measure or the value of gold is assumed to be given under that assumption the quantity of gold necessary for circulation is determined first of all by the sum total of the prices of commodities that are to be realized but this sum is itself determined one by the level of prices the relatively high or low exchange value of commodities estimated in gold and two by the mass of commodities circulating at fixed prices that is by the number of purchases and sales at given prices footnote the quantity of money is immaterial as long as it is sufficient to maintain the existing prices of commodities bois guillet bear l c page two ten in the footnote if the circulation of commodities of four hundred millions required a currency of forty millions and this proportion of one-tenth was the due level estimating both currency and commodities in gold then if the value of commodities to be circulated increased to four hundred and fifty millions from natural causes i should say that the currency in order to continue at its level must be increased to forty-five millions william blake observations on the effects produced by the expenditure of government etc london eighteen twenty three page eighty End of footnote. if one quarter of wheat is worth sixty shillings then twice as much gold is required to circulate it or to realize its price as would be the case if it were worth only thirty shillings 
to circulate five hundred quarters of wheat of sixty shillings twice as much gold as necessary as for the circulation of two hundred and fifty quarters at the same price finally to circulate ten quarters at one hundred shillings only half as much money is necessary as when circulating forty quarters at fifty shillings it follows that the quantity of gold required for circulation may fall in spite of a rise in price if the mass of commodities in circulation declines in a greater ratio than the rise of the combined sum of prices and inversely the quantity of the circulating medium may rise in spite of a decline of the mass of commodities in circulation if the sum total of prices rises in a greater ratio thorough and minute english investigations have demonstrated for example that in the early stages of a dearth of grain in england the quantity of money in circulation increases because the total price of the diminished supply of grain is greater than the former total price of a larger supply of grain while the circulation of the other commodities continues undisturbed for some time at their old prices at a later stage of the dearth of grain there is a decline in the quantity of circulating money either because less goods are sold at old prices besides grain or the same quantity of those goods is sold at lower prices but as we have seen the quantity of money in circulation is determined not only by the sum total of prices of commodities that are to be realized but also by the rapidity with which money circulates or with which it completes this work of realization if the same sovereign makes ten purchases a day each of a commodity having a price of one sovereign and thus changes hands ten times it does as much work as would be accomplished by ten sovereigns each performing but a single act of circulation a day footnote it is the rapidity of the circulation of money and not the quantity of metals that causes a greater or smaller amount of money to appear galliani l c page ninety nine footnote consequently rapidity of gold circulation can make up for its quantity or the presence of gold in the sphere of circulation as determined not only by its presence as an equivalent of a commodity side by side with it but also by its participation in the movement of metamorphoses of commodities the rapidity of the circulation of money however can serve as a substitute for its quantity only to a limited extent since at any given moment an endless number of isolated purchases and sales takes places in different localities if the total price of the commodities in circulation rises but in a smaller ratio than the increase in the rapidity of circulation of money the volume of the circulating medium will diminish if on the contrary the rapidity of circulation decreases in a greater ratio than the total price of the commodities in circulation the volume of currency will increase an increasing volume of currency combined with a general fall of prices or a diminishing volume of currency in connection with a general rise of prices is one of the best known phenomena in the history of prices but the consideration of the causes which bring about a simultaneous rise in the level of prices and a still greater rise in the rate of velocity of circulation of money or the opposite phenomenon falls outside of the sphere of simple circulation by way of illustration it may be mentioned that in periods of prevailing credit the rapidity of circulation of money grows faster than the prices of commodities while in times of declining credit the prices of commodities fall slower than the rapidity of circulation the shallow and artificial character of the simple circulation of money is manifested in the fact that all the elements which have a determining influence on the volume of currency such as the volume of commodities in circulation prices the rise or fall of prices the number of simultaneous purchases and sales the rapidity of the circulation of money 
depend on the metamorphic process which takes place in the world of commodities and that again depends on the general character of the methods of production the size of population the relation between city and country the development of the means of transportation the greater or less division of labor the credit etc in short on circumstances all of which lie outside of the sphere of simple circulation of money and are only reflected in it the rapidity of circulation being given the volume of currency is simply determined by the prices of commodities hence prices are not high or low because there is more or less money in circulation but on the contrary there is more or less money in circulation because prices are high or low this is one of the most important laws whose demonstration in detail by means of the history of prices constitutes perhaps the only merit of the post-ricardian english political economy if experience shows that the level of metallic circulation or the mass of gold and silver in circulation in a given country is subject to temporary ebbs and tides and very violent ones at times footnote an example of an extraordinary decline of metallic circulation from its average level was furnished by england in eighteen fifty eight as may be seen from the following extract from the london economist from the nature of the case namely the isolated nature of simple circulation very exact data cannot be procured as to the amount of cash that is fluctuating in the market and in the hands of the not banking classes but perhaps the activity or the inactivity of the mints of the great commercial nations is one of the most likely indications in the variations of that amount much will be manufactured when it is wanted and little when little is wanted at the english mint the coinage was in eighteen fifty five nine million two hundred and forty five thousand pounds eighteen fifty six six million four hundred and seventy six thousand pounds eighteen fifty seven five million two hundred and ninety three thousand eight hundred and fifty five pounds during eighteen fifty eight the mint had scarcely anything to do economists july tenth eighteen fifty eight but at the same time about eighteen million pounds sterling were lying in the bank vaults End of footnote. but on the whole remains stationary for long periods the deviations forming but small oscillations about the average level this is explained by the antagonistic nature of the circumstances which determine the quantity of money in circulation their simultaneous modifications neutralize their effects and leave everything where it was before the law that with a given rapidity of circulation of money and a given total sum of prices of commodities the quantity of the circulating medium is determined may also be expressed as follows if the exchange values of commodities and the average rapidity of their metamorphoses are given the quantity of gold in circulation depends on its own value if therefore the value of gold that is the labor time necessary for its production should rise or fall the prices of commodities will rise or fall in inverse ratio and corresponding to that rise or fall of prices the rapidity of circulation remaining the same a larger or smaller quantity of gold would be required to keep the same volume of commodities in circulation the same change would occur if the old standard of value were superseded by a more or less valuable metal thus holland required from fourteen to fifteen times as much silver as it had previously required gold in order to circulate the same volume of commodities when out of tender regard for the government creditors and out of fear of the effects of the discoveries in california and australia it substituted silver for gold money from the fact that the quantity of gold in circulation depends on the variable sum total of prices of commodities and the varying rapidity of circulation it follows that the volume of the circulating medium must be capable of contraction and expansion in short that according to the requirements 
of circulation gold must now enter now leave the sphere of circulation in its capacity of a medium of circulation how the circulation process itself realizes these conditions we shall see later on end of chapter two part two b